Welcome to Sermons by Brad Tuttle. We are so glad you decided to join us today. We know you're going to be encouraged, inspired, and challenged by this powerful sermon. I'm going to preach something this morning that is kind of fresh on my heart because it happened to me this week, and I'm going to call this transition time. Transition time. This is something that you want everyone in the church to hear, so they're all going to need to get it because everyone is going to deal with this or may be dealing with this now, or you've been there, or you may get there again. And I'm going to read out of just one verse to start off with out of Isaiah 43. I'm going to read verses 18 and 19 to try to connect this title to what we're going to be talking about. So Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. You can turn there or let me just read it to you. It says, Do not call to mind the former things or ponder on things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. If you want an encouraging couple of scripture verses to memorize, I'll read it again. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. I woke up Monday morning, or I, I believe the Holy Spirit woke me up about 4 a.m. And uh, I, I would like to have slept longer, but he didn't let me. And uh, how many of y'all believe this Holy Spirit can wake you up and give you a word? Okay. So I heard the word, and when I say it, you're probably going to react to it inside some way or another. I heard the word change. And then I heard change is coming. And probably when I say change is coming, a lot of things go through your head. Well, why would the Holy Spirit be speaking to him, change is coming? Does that have to do with here? Are we not going to be here next week? What are we doing? Change is coming. It's happening in his life. What are they doing? They going to Africa? What are they doing? Change is coming. But what, what I felt on my heart, it wasn't fear. I felt excitement. So change, change is coming. And it literally, I popped up out of bed because... It, it excited me, and I, I, I got out of bed because I wanted to pray about it and ponder it and to see what the Lord was doing with this. So I began to really pray about it, and the word kind of turned itself into this word, transition. Um, transition is the process of letting go of the way things used to be and then taking hold of the way they become. In our case, in my case, or in your case as believers, the process of letting go of the way things used to be and taking hold of the way God wants them to be. I say that again. The process of letting go of the way things used to be and taking hold of the way God wants them to be. So what does that have to do with me? Um, What does that have to do with us? What does that have to do with what we're doing here? Is that part of the transition? Um, 
again, I didn't, it wasn't a fearful thing. It was an exciting thing because God's doing some transitioning. I even believe the Wednesday prayer to the Wednesday Bible study is a transition because he's getting, he's directing things to the way he wants them to be. And uh, we got to let go of those former things and let God lead us to where he wants it to be. Can somebody say amen? Um, transition is the valley between where you were to where you're going. It's the valley between where you were to where you are going. A lot of good stuff here you can write down if you want. Just, if you need me to slow down, I'll do it, or I'll send you the notes. Transition can be one of the most difficult things that someone goes through because it's scary to people. How many of y'all would like to be woken up in the middle of the night? Change is coming. And it's like, it can be fearful. It can be hard. Transitions are not easy. Amen? We have transitions in life, and they're not easy. In order to successfully pass this stage, we've got to be courageous. We have to be courageous because, again, it can be tough at times, but we've got to have the courage to walk through this and to not shrink back at it in fear. And I remember I told my wife, the Holy Spirit woke me up last night, and he, taught, he said, change, change is coming. She's like, what? <laughs> what? And I'm like, <laughs> I said, whoa, Nellie. I said, it wasn't a fearful thing. It was an exciting thing. I'm being honest with you. You're going, yeah, right. It was. I popped up out of bed, and it was a, I, I felt, a, I felt a, a something exciting in my, in my spirit. Um, although it can be tough, it can be a great opportunity for a new life perspective, and it can be a new, it can be a, a, a time of God doing a new thing. So transition can be scary, but transition can be wonderful. But sometimes we have to walk through some things as God opens up what he's doing. Um, it's a road that leads to renewal. So as we hear the word change, we need to not let it always cause us fear. But we're, how many of y'all have ever gone through a transition? How many are going through it? Well, maybe you're going through one now. If not, you're going to go through a transition. And with, as we age, there's different kinds of transitions that come in our lives. Um, y'all know that, right? Just look in the mirror. I mean, there's a lot of transition going on. I'm just kidding. It's the road that leads not to an end, but to the beginning of something great. So transition can be positive change. See why everybody needed to be here? Everybody needs to hear this? It can bring positive change. It can be a choice to become different. It can be moving from one phase to another. It can be a readiness to take new actions. So as I heard that and I felt this fresh on my heart, I wanted to, I said, Lord, what do you want me to preach to them? I was going to do the thing on faith. And he said, no, I want you to talk to them about change and transitioning. As I'm transitioning things here, I'm going to be transitioning things. If they're part of this, they're going to be connected to that. So they're going to be flowing in the transition. But even transitions in our own individual life. So what hinders proactive transition? What hinders it? Well, f- transition, for any engineers I have in here or physics people, it means movement, which means what? Friction. There's friction when transition comes. And it hurts. It makes it hard. It's a, little, it's a little painful. It means letting go of things familiar and comfortable, even though they may not be good for us. Transition will move us out of our comfortability. It'll move us out of those places that we want to try to hold on to and never get out of but we, maybe we've been in that too long. Maybe it's not even good for us, but we're comfortable in it and transition us into something 
new. Um, failure in life is often determined by how we handle these transitions. And I'll give you some examples. Um, this could be of an organization, a church, business entity, a government, an individual. How about some of these examples that we need to handle right? There's something in life we call the midlife crisis, where people realize that the candle of their life is getting a little bit shorter. Um, their body's changing with this relentless passage of time. Um, and some people at this very critical time in their life make very bad life choices that destroy their finances, can destroy their families, and in many ways destroy their lives. They did not successfully deal with this transition. Young people going away to college or a career or their military, they suddenly realize, wait, I'm my own man. I get to make my own decisions now. I can do what I want. They're transitioning from childhood to adults. Very critical time in their life, and many can make decisions that literally could stifle their moving forward for years, for decades to come. Bad decisions making foolish choices that could affect them for a very long time. How do we handle transitions? How do we handle these times in our life? Churches, without the right leadership in a time of transition, can implode. Transitioning. How, what hinders it? Some people, this is true, I looked this up, some people die within a few months, of, few months after retirement, and you wonder, is that a coincidence? It's because some people couldn't handle the transition. They give up on life. Industries who are not, uh, they're on the cutting edge, can fall off the side if they don't adapt to the always changing marketplace. I thought of a few examples. Blackberry, uh, Lotus Spreadsheets, Xerox desktop publishers, Xerox machines, Kodak cameras. They were all businesses that failed to change or transition. Blackberry's hanging on. But they, they, they didn't move with the time, so to speak, and they didn't make the transitions. And transitional events can happen in a moment. Um, at any given time, we're only a phone call, text message, email, a one-minute conversation away from a radical transition in the life that we have now come to know. It can happen that fast. You can go from a vacation condo to an emergency room. From rainfall to drought, from married to single, empty nester to rejoicing grandparents, single to dating, dating to single, employed to unemployed, unemployed to employed, from overtime in your line at the factory to the factory being shut down. It can happen that fast. People lose their jobs that fast. There's a transition there. Children move away or they start to detach themselves from you. It's a transition time for many times the mothers who've got to deal with, why doesn't my child want to be with me as much? Well, they, they're, they're, they're becoming an adult, and there's a transition time. How about when you have kids in your home, and then the kids are gone, and now you're there with each other? And, and that's a transition time that the man needs to step up his game, and he needs to begin to learn how to talk and converse with his wife. What do we do instead? We buy a dog. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. 
Amen. Hey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's one of those things as a preacher say, I'm stepping on somebody's toes today. Um, even those not going anywhere have people who hang around them who are moving away. So there's always transitionings that we have to deal with. And, um, but encouragingly, transitional moments are so critical in our lives that God will always show up in a way that will help you get through them. The problem is we give up sometimes too quick or we make decisions too fast in this moment of transition and we go off our own wisdom and we then make a decision that's got us into a world of hurt when we should have waited on God because if God loves you that much, he's going to meet you where you are and give you an answer and give you the strength to get through it. Can somebody say amen to that? So we bring up these questions in our lives. Can I do this? What's going to happen next? What will I do? Who will I be? Who am I? So can we get guidance through this transition of life? Yes, we can. I'm going to give you a little bit of guidance here throughout the rest of this sermon. In our transition time, we can first of all find comfort in this. Acts 17, 28 says this. Paul said this. For in him we live and move and have our being. Acts 17, 28. For in him we live and move and have our being. And one thing I'm learning about this journey I'm on, all... Everything can be going on around me, but as long as I hold on to the anchor of the understanding that in Him I live and move and have my being, in Him, I hold on to Him, nothing can drag me down. He's my strength. So rest assured, He didn't bring you this far to abandon you. Even if you're going, no matter what type of transition, and it really relates to us as ministry people or well, everybody, but as I'm preaching this, Jesus wants us to have a. He wants us to have life. He wants us to have purpose. And our purpose for us, for for you, for us, His purpose for you is not over. His purpose for us is not over. It's not determined by how many people are here, how many people are not here. There's reasons why people can be here or not here. They're traveling. They're tired. They had a party. Whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. God has not let up on us or you and he has a purpose in our life that he's going to fulfill but in the transitions of life that will always be there we've got to walk through courageously and let him lead us and let him lead us to the right decisions to make just don't build your house in the valley because where you're passing through is not your final destination don't build your house in the valley. Don't get comfortable. And my wife and I say this to ourselves all the time. you got to move. you got to keep moving forward, trusting that everything is going to work out great. If you're a child of God in here, everything is going to work out great. If you wonder if God's still with you, listen to the video we just put on Facebook. It's, he's, it's about he's the God of the second chance. We shot it from Oklahoma. We got our beanies on and everything. We wanted to look like it was cold. And, uh, <laughs> and it is pretty cool. You can put a video on there. And while we're sitting here, there's probably pushing 150 views already. So it's kind of neat how you can use those things to, for people to. But he doesn't give up on us. He's always there for us. We just got to keep moving forward. We can't sit in our transition in fear Oh, we just got to move through this thing. Somebody say amen to that. A lot of time you ask people how they're doing, you hear people respond, I'm in transition. Well, that's kind of like code for I don't know what in the world's going on. (laughs) Again, they're not always easy. They're not always easy. But we can't let them fill us full of fear and 
some people, some people literally cannot deal with change. It, it rocks their world when change comes. It's like, I can't take this. But we have to be able to take it because with Christ, we can do anything. We have the strength to get through anything so we can make it through this transition time. And you're saying, man, but it's been so long. I, I know, but God knows how long it is. Again, um, Joseph waited years and years for his dream to come to pass. Moses waited years and years. Jesus lived for 30 years before it came to pass. So there's going to be a time, and my next video we're going to put online next week is about waiting on that time to come to an end. There's always going to be a waiting time and a transitioning time, but God is still with us. He has not left us. He has not forsaken us. Um, the transition, although it may be fearful, it's always necessary. To get us to keep moving forward in our life, it's always necessary. And again, as we're getting older and these th different stages of life, it's necessary, and we've got to keep moving forward. I don't, there's no reason for us to ever give in to age and start saying, well, I'm just an old person and I can't do this and that. I, don't, I, I, get, I get our body's age. I get there's a truth in that, but we just got to have the mindset that, you know, I'm just going to keep enjoying life. I'm going to enjoy God. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm not going to let anything, I'm not going to let the way, now I got a pain and you pick something. I didn't hurt 10 years ago. It hurts now. And this hurt. Why is that hurting? It's like the little things. You just got to keep moving forward. Amen. That doesn't, you know, you just got to keep going forward. Um, it's an inevitable part of our lives. Everything is in constant transition. Everything. The laws of the universe teach us this. So we have to learn how to navigate through this time with peace and self-control. Is everybody with me today? Yes. God moves in seasons. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 3.18 that we are transitioning into Christ's image from glory to glory. Even the way we look, even the way we are as believers in Christ, that continues to transition. And I challenge all of us as we come into 2018, there needs to be some big time transitioning going on in our prayer life, in our time of the word, in our time of study. We need to transition and keep moving from glory to glory in our walk with Christ. We can always know more. We can always learn more. We can always grow. We're in stages of life even as believers. We come in as children, as babies, and we need to drink milk, and then we, all of a sudden we get out of the milk, and we get on the word, we eat the meat, and we start growing and growing. There's always, we should always be transitioning as men and women of God, amen? Because God has doors He wants to open for us, so we need to always be moving forward. Paul understood it. Um, the transitions can be a part of, a, it's a lifelong process. Uh, again, they can be uncomfortable. They can force us into places that are, uh, not familiar and unknown. And uh, again, I heard the word change. Change is coming. And even in leadership, you've got to make decisions sometimes where God, people will go, well, why are we doing that? It's because the Holy Spirit told me this is a time of transition. Go with it. Let's do this thing together. Um, so we might as well embrace it. Might as well embrace all the transition that God brings into our lives whatever that might be. Embrace the transitions. Uh, because in our case, God is doing a new thing. Amen. Somebody say, God's doing a new thing. Amen. God is doing a new thing. I'm walking into 2018 with you guys knowing that God is doing a new thing. 
God is doing. And, and there's things that are going on behind the scenes regarding the church that you don't know that we just, they're kind of working things that we're doing that we just see God doing transitioning and doing moving of things. And we just are excited about it because we know that God's in control of all of this. Amen. So a little bit more guidance. Another step is to identify why we often resist, temp- or resist transitions. Why do we resist these? Because they cost us something. That's why we want to remain in our old season. It's a sad place to be to let yourself sit in that old season of life because you're resisting the new thing that God wants to do because you don't want to go through the process. There's a process. There is a process. One day, believers in Christ will be glorified. And we will be with Him forever. And there will be no more transitioning, so to speak. But here we do. It's constantly happening. And, and I'm, I'm realizing this, it may cost us something, but there's great reward with it. And one thing I always, I've, I've learned about God, that there's always some kind of reward coming. He's getting us through this. And it's, I, I'm, I'm trying to relay this to you without being too personal, but it's not, it's not easy sometimes. You're like, I don't understand. What in the world is going on? What in the world is going on, God? What are you, what, what are you doing? Why, why is this like this? And... It's just transition. He's, you welcome it, kind of. But you know that it's happening because God wants to do something greater. And he wants you to learn to get out of where you are and let me bring you into this new season of life. Great return even when there's an element of the unknown. So we have to be ready for the transition to go on. We have to be ready for this. Um, And if we're in one right now, I want to give you four things that might help you in this season of transition. I don't want you to walk through it with fear. Remember, I told my wife, babe, the Holy Spirit woke me up. Change is coming. What? And I, I had to deal with, this is a good thing. It's not a fearful thing. Number one, Simply accept that this transition is of God. If you're going through a transition, God brought it into your life. Some may say amen to that. God brought it, so let Him do it. Let Him do it and follow His lead with excitement. Not fear, not a trepidation, not discouraging, not downtrodden, not negative words, not doubt, doubt speaking or faithless speaking. Walk through it and follow His lead with excitement. So accept the transition is of God. Number two, embrace the risk. Risk is an inevitable part of the transition process. So set this as an opportunity to display your faith. God's transitioning you. Whatever he's moving you through, walk through it and be a man or woman of great faith. See it as God's way of surprising you with something much better. Number three, expect some initial anxiety. Again, when I told my wife, change is coming. There was an initial anxiety there. Because you're not sure. She's not knowing exactly what he said to me and how I, how I reacted to it and what I felt inside of myself when I sensed this being brought to me. 
It's, it, you're human. There's, there's anxiety. There's going to be a little bit of fear at the beginning. Remember Jehoshaphat in that battle. He, whenever he was reported that they were going to come down on top of him and there was, he was surrounded, there was a little bit of fear. There was some anxiety. Then he said, nope. And what did he start to do? Start to pray and he fasted. So there's an initial anxiety. Number four, move forward in spite of all of it. Move forward in spite of it all. There's only one way to go through a transition, and that's to go through it. Never stop. Never give in. Keep on going. How many of y'all want to get into that greater thing? Amen. Keep on going. And someone says, how's getting older getting into a greater thing? Well, one day you won't be old anymore. Remember, death has no sting for a man or woman of God. Funerals are places to grieve over the death of loved ones, but really turn mine into a celebration. I mean, I know where I am, so you don't need to be over there. You cry a little bit. She better cry a little bit. Bring gifts. I don't know. (laughs) Give money. (laughs) Practically speaking, how do we deal with this? We get into the Word. Because God speaks to you through the Word got to understand this is God's holy word and when we read it he will speak to us he may not speak to you a lot when you're in Viticus and Deuteronomy and Numbers but go up into the New Testament and spend time in the epistles and the Psalms and the Proverbs he will speak to you about your life so if you're going through some kind of transitional period get in the word of God gather together with other believers You come together, we gather with other believers. Something happens when we do this that helps us through times of transition. Because someone may be talking, I've had this happen to me so many times when I've been going through this, even something he said this morning, minister to me. And we may get something that someone is saying that encourages us. Helps us through our time of transition. That's why it's so important to gather. That's what this is all about. Gathering, getting around each other, and being able to feed each other. It's not just me. You all got stuff in you that can be of encouragement and a help to somebody else. So gather. And more than anything else, get alone with God. I challenge you all 15 minutes a day to get up in the morning and spend your alone time with God. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. Um, but ask yourself, are you con- have, did you even ever start that and have you continued it? And how many of you all know there's a struggle when we want to do it? And it tries to take away our time. I would say get off the internet, get off your social media, and get off anything else that's going to distract you and go right to prayer. If you've got to take a cup of coffee with you, get your coffee, go up in your prayer room, get down, turn some worship music on, and pray. Pray your 15 minutes. Spend time with God. Just talk to Him. You're His kid. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy God, Father, you're with me. You know, I, I just got some, lay out your request before Him. First of all, thank Him for all He's done for you. And then lay out your request before Him. That's why he's there. He's here to help. He's here to lead and guide. He loves us so much. If Jesus got alone with God, with the Father, how much do we need to be alone with the Father? He went up on the mountain for hours, got away from the masses of people, and walked up by himself and spent time. Think about it. Jesus spent time in prayer because in his human side, he needed strength from the Father. It's powerful stuff. God has a plan for us. He has a plan for me. He's got a plan for you. He's got a plan for my wife. He's got a plan for us. He's got a plan for us. We don't have to figure it all out. We only need to show up and take him at his word. Just show up. 
but be one that shows up. Get in the game. Get in the game. Get off the bench. Get in the game. Let God start to move you through this thing and get you to where he wants you to be because there's always new doors of opportunity that are opening. Simply and lastly, enjoy being with him. And when you enjoy being with him, everything else will follow. We can't be believers and never be with him. If we are children of God, as children, we want to be with our heavenly Father. We want to talk. We need to fellowship. I'm transitioning. She's transitioning. Our marriage is transitioning. Right? It's all changing, and we got to go with it, and we got to walk through it with courage, not fear, not, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? No, man, God's with me. I know this is going to be great. I know this is going to be great. We set up this church every day, every Saturday in faith because we know you're going to show up. And we make sure we try to make it look nice because we know you're going to show up because we know God's doing something. So we need to savor this time of transition and look forward to what he can do with it with an expectant heart. And I'm preaching to me. And I close again with the scripture we opened with. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And man, that's the kind of God I serve when it seems like it's all dry and barren, here comes a river. And it may start out as a stream. It seems dry and barren. I don't know where I'm going. And then all of a sudden, here comes a roadway. That's God. Amen? So you say this, I'm going through transition. I say, praise God, you're about to enter into a new season of greater glory. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you for joining us at Sermons by Brad Tuttle. We pray this sermon blessed you, encouraged you, inspired you, and challenged you in your walk with Christ. Thank you for being with us. You can come back and visit us anytime. God bless you.